everyone, and welcome to Franchise Interviews, Asking the Entrepreneur Who Owns One. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, with my co-host, Don Johnson. And if you've ever dreamed about owning your own business, then you've come to the right place. Today, we have a very interesting show. We have a very special guest, Scotch Rope of the Ola, the Ola Wine Company. And that's coming up in segment two of Franchise Interviews on World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. So stick around, because we've got a great show. Unlock your earning potential with a business to call your own with the Papa Lock Franchise Opportunity. Founded in 1991 by former law enforcement officers in Lafayette, Louisiana, Papa Lock is recognized as the leading locksmith franchise in the world, with 3,600 trained techs and licensed locksmiths serving a total population of more than 150 million in over 3,400 cities. Papa Lock provides multiple revenue streams to franchisees, such as locksmithing and car door unlocking, high-tech key generation, emergency roadside assistance, and emergency car door unlocking. If you would like to examine the Papa Lock franchise opportunity in more detail, please go to our website, www.papalock.com. That's www.papalock.com. Or call 337-233-6211. That number again is 337-233-6211. Lock up your future today with Papa Lock. Take control of your destiny and increase your quality of life with Allegra Print and Imaging. This light manufacturing, professional business-to-business franchise offers two unique opportunities to entrepreneurs with little or no industry experience. Our conversion opportunity is an existing business model that provides immediate cash flow, experienced staff, and an established customer base, while the low-investment digital print center opportunity meets the growing digital printing, sign, and mailing service demands of businesses in small and medium markets. Realize your dream of owning your own business with the comprehensive support of one of the world's top franchisers. Call 888-258-2730 or visit www.allegranetwork.com and discover the power in the network. Hello, Service Brands International. I got a problem. The more time I spend pursuing success, the less time I have to enjoy it. What am I going to do? Don't worry. You made the right call. Service Brands International, a leading multi-brand franchiser, offers a variety of proven home services franchises that are ideally positioned for today's time-starved consumers and are exceptionally efficient to operate, giving you the time to run your business and time to enjoy your success. There's Molly Maid, a residential cleaning franchise. Mr. Handyman, the franchise solution for residential and commercial fix-it problems. 1-800-DRY-CLEAN, the affordable franchise opportunity offering quality dry cleaning with the convenience of free pickup and delivery. And ducts. That's D-U-C-T-Z, meeting the need for improved indoor air quality. For more information on how a Service Brands franchise can provide a life worth living, visit servicebrands.com. That's servicebrands.com. To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or, if outside the USA and Canada, dial 001-858-268-3068. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Franchise Interviews, Asking the Entrepreneur Who Owns One. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, with my co-host, Don Johnson. And if you've ever dreamed about owning your own business, then this is a show to listen to. And today's show is being brought to you by the Aaron's Sales and Lease Ownership Franchise Opportunity. And Aaron's is a New York Stock Exchange listed company and ranked number 58 among franchise chains in worldwide sales. Aaron's is reinventing the way a growing and underserved market acquires furniture, electronics, appliances, and computers. Now's a great time to join the Aaron's franchise family. Don, welcome back on this Thursday, June 21st of 2007. I think today is the first day of summer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, first day of summer. It's, uh, it's really been a summer a few weeks now, but... 
Week's going well, Marty. Uh, Good. Going back a few days. Had a real nice Father's Day this past Sunday. It was nice weather. Got yeah. all the family together. Next year, I guess at this time, you'll be having your first Father's I will. Day. I'm really looking forward to it, too. You know, it's, uh, it was yeah. funny. I actually got some Father's Day cards this year, too, even though we're expecting. They make cards for everything today, Don. You know, you're expecting <laughs> Father's Day. Right, yeah. so I was like, what is this? You know? Yeah. So uh, that's it's fantastic. So, you know, we're, we're, you know, Connie and I are really looking forward to it. So it's, it's an exciting time. Yeah, definitely. Um, Last show, Don, we got to meet with Nick Neonakis of SGO Designer Glass. I thought it was a fantastic show. What were your thoughts on last week? Yeah, well, as we discussed on the show, I've known Nick a couple of years from uh, helping his franchisees with financing. But it was definitely a great interview. He really explained SGO well in all aspects. It's such an interesting and niche franchise. And, I I mean, like really realize, I mean, they're international. They really give their franchisees a lot of different ways to make money. It's interesting how they partner with local contractors, interior decorators. Oh, uh, they can get, you know, residential, commercial business, and they have a few hundred franchisees. It's a, you know, real nice interview, interesting franchise. Yeah, he was very passionate, wasn't he? I mean, you could tell he's yeah. very good at selling the concept, and, you know, he right. really believes in it. You know, they've what they've done is they've taken stained glass, which is a fairly old concept. You know, it's been around for such a long time, and they've provided 21st technology, you know, and... Uh, yeah. You know, there's, as you said, Don, there's a lot of professional services that uh, SGO franchises, um, franchisees align themselves with. Right. Know, and the great thing about glass, Nick, and Nick was saying this, is that, you know, it's universal. You know, I mean, think about all the glass that, that we're surrounded by, you right. know, and businesses and homes and, uh, you know, and color and patterns kind of enhance a room, you know, and as he said, right. I think it kind of like gives it character. But you said something. I don't know if you remember this last week. That he was talking about. Uh, they do a market validation, um, which is, as you were mentioning, before they make a commitment with their franchisees, they actually go into a market of the franchisee that you know that they're interested in. And what they do is they set up appointments with all the people and uh, that that they're going to do business with. Right. And they make a presentation as if their candidate was a franchisee already. You know, right, and they'll right. kind of gauge what level of demand is in that market, you know, before they take any any money. So what they're doing is they're testing the waters before they go uh, in for a deep swim, I think is what Nick actually uh, mentioned. So I yeah, thought that was a time commitment to, to, to do something like that, even before you sign up. I think it's a great idea. I mean, it really is. It makes a lot of sense, you know, because they want to make sure that, you know, unlike anybody else, but they really want to make sure that their their franchisees are successful, you know. Right, um, and I think and go into fantastic. it excited and, and already passionate, kind of know the business and some uh, potential uh, clients locally already. Yeah, it's a strong relationship, you know. So I was very impressed. He was he was a fantastic guest. I'm glad we had him on the show, and we're going to have to have him back, you know, in a, in, in a future show as well. So, right, definitely. Yeah. So what do we got going on today, Don? I know we have some exciting stuff happening. Yeah, today we're meeting with Scott Trope of the Eola Wine Company. Great. And their wine people, Marty. Right. They build themselves as. They have over 70 wines by the glass, 11 wine flights, wow. over 30 boutique microbrewed bottled beers. So they get it, have some beers, um, uh, I guess a little bit of variety with their liquor. They serve right. desserts. They uh, People can shop from over 350 retail selections wow, nice. and home a bottle. So we're going to find out all about Eola today. Looking That's forward great. to that. Yeah, and I know you're a beer drinker, right, Don? You're right. A beer drinker or wine drinker? Okay. I, I, you know, and I like both, actually. You know, coming from an Italian family, you know, we've always had wine in the, the house as well. I don't know. So. I'm thinking about I, I hear so many great things about red wine. I'm, I'm thinking about maybe mixing that into my uh, yeah. repertoire. Maybe. We're going to have to ask Scott about that, you know, yeah. because there are. There's so many, like, uh, medical reports coming out on the benefits of wine, you know. So, right. uh, you know, I don't know if you've been to um, the Ola Wine Company's website, Don, but it's, it's really, it's, it's, it looks like it's a very nice, upscale kind of place. You know, it's similar to um, a lounge that opened up a couple years ago in the Seabright area. You know, that place is called um, this Elements, which is right, right. by the, the, the right. beach. You know, I think it's a great idea. I'm, I'm looking forward to having Scott on the show. I think it's something different, and I think they're going after uh, uh, a nice market, too, you know. Uh, right. So it should be very interesting. Next week, Marty, uh, meeting with the Alternative Board, also known as TAB. We'll be meeting with Jason Zickerman, the President and uh, Chief Operating Officer, as well as Blair Koch, who's a TAB-certified facilitator and SBL-certified coach. He's a franchise owner, a franchisee, I guess, out of a Denver office. So we'll be speaking to them a little bit and 
they're the world's largest franchisor of peer advisory board services and business coaching, as ranked in the annual Entrepreneur Franchise 500. TAB franchise owners have a unique opportunity to apply their business experience and expertise to help their local business community. We've seen a couple of these franchises coming on lately, uh, business coaching type franchises, very popular. Oh, absolutely. And they're the world's largest, so that should be uh, also an exciting week. Absolutely. You know, the coaching concept is growing, Don, you know, as you said. You know, I mean, it, it's, you know, the analogy I always give is, is, you know, Tiger Woods had a coach, even though he mastered his, his craft, you know. And, uh, right. you know, I, I, I think that coaches serve a very uh, uh, important purpose in, 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 in business. You know, you can certainly feel alone at times. Right, uh, especially the small business entrepreneurs. So you can fall into a routine, and absolutely, you, know, you, you might want a, uh, a third party, someone from a different perspective, coming in and I agree. saying, "Hey, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, or you're going too far into this area." And right. uh, you know, it's a lot of absolutely. different uh, tips uh, a coach can give to really help turn either turn things around or just increase sales. Uh, you know, maximize your chance of profits. Yeah, it's a great service, you know, so I'm looking forward to having them on the show, especially with the franchise or a franchisee on the show as well, you know. Right. So that should be very interesting. Yeah. So that's fantastic. So we've got some exciting things happening. Um, this was an article, Don, that I couldn't pass by. It was in the Wall Street Journal. Um, I believe one of the best practices a businesses can do, uh, whether they're a franchise or they're a non-franchise, is to make sure that your employees are happy. And... Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Wegmans. I guess you guys got Wegmans Supermarket in your yes. area, don't you? Okay, Because yes. that's what we have over here. Um, I believe Fortune recently voted them uh, one of the best companies to work for in the United States. And, uh, you know, typically what happens is so what we're taught, you know, when we go to business school is that the customer is always first. You know, but Wegmans has a different attitude. It's kind of interesting. It's almost like the employee is first and the customer is second attitude, you know. So um, what happens is their theory is that if your employees are happy, you know, that joy is going to get passed on to the customer. Makes you know? sense. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, if, for our listeners, if you don't believe me, you know, go into a Wegmans. You know, Connie and I were there last night, you know, and it's one of those experiences where you walk out and you say, wow, that was fantastic. And, you know, it, it's interesting where we live here in PA, Don. You know, we have a Walmart right across the street from Wegmans. You know, and Walmart's tagline is, who's number one, the customer, always. But I tell you, you know, if you go into Walmart across the street, I, those cashiers, are it looks like they want to bite your hand off. You know? right, I mean, they're yeah. just, uh, you know, so I, 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 think, uh, I, I think by showing the loyalty to the employees first, I think that's going to be the new attitude. That joy is going to get passed on to the customer. So there's just a couple of things. The article is called How Surveying Workers can pay off, and it was by Aaron White, and it was in uh, the June 18, 2007, Wall Street Journal. And uh, they talk a little bit about uh, Yum, Yum Brands, who I think we're going to have to have on the show in the near future. It says, Houston KFC restaurant manager Jonathan McDaniel surveys his staff about every, uh, about 20 people every three months, so every quarter. Earlier this year, workers complained about their hours. Some felt they worked too many. Others felt they worked too few. As a result, he now talks with them more often about scheduling. Such surveys are a critical part of the company's efforts to bolster employees' commitment to their jobs, a concept human resource pros dubbed employee engagement. They say engaged workers are more willing to help bosses and coworkers take an initiative to promote the company outside of work. Uh, it also says more employers are adopting employee engagement surveys in place of relatively simplistic assessments of job satisfaction. Used to help shape programs for workers, these newer surveys try to track employees' commitment and motivation with questions on attitudes towards coworkers, understanding of responsibilities, and the quality of feedback they receive. Uh, here's a quote from uh, Tim Galbraith, who's uh, vice president uh, of Young Brands. He says, it's that little extra effort. Um, and then they reference KFC is doing this, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. A person who's truly engaged says, I'm willing to give a little bit more. I'm willing to help my team member when I see they're in need, or I'm willing to clean <clears throat> without being told by my manager. Um, to finish off the article, it says, Yum started thinking about employee engagement several years ago. Corporate HR managers combed through old employee surveys and talked with restaurant managers to create programs to boost employee commitment. Last year, Yum introduced new employee surveys. What they basically do, Don, is they have an, uh, a toll-free number where employees can actually call anonymously, you know, and, 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 and right. you know, give their feedback. 
Um, it says, so far, Yum! says restaurants that have adopted the program also score high on surveys on cleanliness, accuracy, and speed. You know, and also, turnover um, went down significantly when they started these surveys. So um, there was a positive effect to uh, doing this. And, again, it goes back to the philosophy that, you know, a happy employee right. is, is, is going to be more loyal to, to your business, and that's going to get passed on yeah. to the customer. So, you know, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. more positive attitude. Uh Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and Yum's always coming up with something creative. You know, they always get so much great PR, don't they? It seems like they're in like right. the newspapers every week about something, you know. So um, I know you had some interesting uh, articles you came across this week as well, Don. Yeah, I saw something here through Bloomberg.com, a couple of uh, restaurant chains that we're very familiar with. Uh, IHOP, International House of Pancakes, uh, they're bidding for the Applebee's restaurant chain. This is an article by Josh Feynman and Jason Kelly, dated June 13th, Marty. IHOP Corp., the biggest U.S. pancake house chain, offered to buy Applebee's International. People familiar with the matter said the bid was for more than $2 billion, person with direct knowledge of the offer. Uh, there may be other bidders, said the people who declined to be identified because the proposal wasn't public. Applebee's stock market value is about $1.92 billion. IHOP, which has about 1,300 locations and half of the market, and it's about half of the market value of Applebee's, right. said in February it may acquire a chain that isn't a competitor. Uh, Applebee's has about 1,900 casual dining restaurants. That's something. Applebee's is in the middle of a transition. Malcolm Knapp, a New York-based restaurant consultant, said it's going to take a lot of work. Darden Restaurants, owner of the Olive Garden and Red Lobster chains, rose 86% during the time, while California Pizza Kitchen, with about 200 restaurants, almost doubled. Wow, that's incredible. So I guess they're seeing here that you know some competitors are doing right. well, really growing, and Absolutely. And here are a couple that are kind of struggling and, uh, you know, right. maybe uh, look to buy each other out. I, I really like Applebee's. Uh, there's yeah, one we've been my there, I think, there. haven't yeah. we? I, I, I know there's one by you, I think, actually, that I think you and I may have even been to. I, I like Applebee's. We have one around here as well. Yeah, the whole philosophy, franchise. the neighborhood philosophy. Uh, sure. They will put up a lot of the local school stuff on the, the walls and, uh, you know, yeah, it just really has a nice atmosphere. I agree. Uh, I guess that's you know what happens when these real large restaurant chains get real large. Sometimes you can start to have some problems pretty quickly. But both Applebee's and IHOP's just profit has fallen a little bit. So we'll keep an eye on that and see how it goes. Absolutely. Uh, want to talk a little bit about uh, the top new franchises of '07? Okay. Uh, these top, we'll mention the top ten, which all started franchising in 2002 or after, are listed in order of their rankings in Entrepreneur's 2007 Franchise 500. This listing isn't intended to endorse any particular franchise, but rather to provide a starting point for your research. Before you purchase any franchise, you should investigate the opportunity thoroughly by talking to existing and former franchisees, like we've talked about on the shows, consulting right. with an attorney, an accountant, reading all available literature, and looking at the UFOC. Uh, uh, number one is I Sold It, which is uh, an eBay drop-off store concept. And then you have a transportation service franchise, number two, called United Shipping Solutions. Right, right. Uh, Massage Envy is number three. Oh, great. I'm familiar with those guys. Yeah, they're growing Actually, you finance a couple of those, didn't you? Yep, very familiar with that franchise. Super right. Suppers and then Dream Dinners come in at four and five. They're both the do-it-yourself home meal preparation franchises. That's And have become real popular. Um, there's, you know, get, you know, getting to be plenty of those right now. Right. Uh, number six is Wine Styles. That's interesting. Um, you know, we're, we're having a wine franchise on today, and uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, having you know Scott's you know, perspectives. You see, like a lot of these new industries. So you can say that's that's what I've noticed, Don. As far as the biggest change, you know, over the last several years is these new industries. You know, right. and all these new concepts. I think it's 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 incredible. Right. Well, well, here's a few right here. I mean, you know, the eBay. You know, you massage, that's right, right. Uh, the meal preparation. I mean, these are things you didn't hear about four or yeah. five years ago. No, absolutely not. I mean, they, you know, whoever thought, you know, that you'd have franchise concepts come out of these things. Uh, number seven is franchise called System 4. It's a commercial cleaning franchise. Eight is enhances the letter N, enhance. They're a wood floor and cabinet uh, renewal systems franchise. That's a real niche-type franchise. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Nine, you have the growth coach, small business coaching and mentoring. Okay, we, yeah, we had Action Coach. Next week we're having Tab, and here's right. another one called The Growth Coach. So that's a real uh, niche-type franchise that's growing, too. And then 10, you have Instant Tax Service, uh, retail tax preparation uh, franchise. So Okay, great. That's the top 10. Um, I also found something, Marty, through Entrepreneur Magazine. This is going back a couple months. It's called Switching Gears. 
Uh, Richard Rocco is among a growing number of mid- to senior-level executives in their 40s to 60s who have been faced with the blow of a layoff and have found new purpose in franchising. In fact, this trend started in the 90s and has been steadily growing ever since, according to Jeff Elgin. Uh, this name we've brought up a few times. Uh, uh, he's a franchising expert and founder of Fran Choice Inc., a company that provides free consulting to consumers looking for franchise opportunities. Franchising appeals to them, he says, because the risks are normally lower and much more measurable due to the disclosure that's required in the franchise industry. In his specific article, Marty, Marty it says, Why retire? When Richard Rocco and he's 60, got laid off from his graphic arts sales job in January 05. It was about seven years too early for him to retire. Imagine that, you're 60, you're uh, something. not due to retire for a few years, all of a sudden right. you're laid off, you know, what are your options? That's incredible. Not yet, yeah. Yeah. not yet financially ready, he discarded the idea of early retirement and immediately went to search for a new job, only to find the cards were stacked against him in an industry that had undergone its own evolution. Uh, I found the industry was continually... Uh, contracting, says Rocco, who had, who had worked in graphic art sales for 27 years. There weren't nearly as many competitors. There were a lot of mergers, people simply drying out of the business and so forth. Uh, his situation was dismal, and it became even more so when he looked outside his industry. Not only were the opportunities limited, but the pay was also far from adequate at this stage in life. Something. It took me a while to come to grips with the fact that regardless of my experience and talent, I couldn't find a suitable job, he says. I was frustrated. Five months into the job search, Rocco decided to open the door to one more possibility, a franchise. Owning his own business had been a lifelong dream, but Rocco had abandoned it when his wife, who has since fortunately passed away, made it clear that she preferred the safety of a paycheck every two weeks to the risk of owning a business. However, when the paycheck stopped coming in, Rocco figured he had nothing to lose. He researched opportunities that correlated with his experience and found a franchise called PostNet. Right, right. A franchise specializing in printing, shipping, and graphic services. So this kind of fell into his area of, of what he's done uh, for most of his life. After several nights wrought with indecision, he chose to take the plunge and invest his, some of his home equity and 401k retirement money into the franchise. Uh, the, the learning curve had been steep, but Rocco has risen to the challenge with a bit of assistance. He was able to find a good location in Voorhees, New Jersey which is a great state, right, by the right. way. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> with the help of his fiance, he, he negotiated the lease with his help of the franchisor. To get the store ready to successfully pass the franchisor's final inspection. He opened the store uh, this past March. Uh, these days, the hurdles are fewer as Rocco's life has settled into more of a routine. He spends two days each week making sales calls to local companies, generate business. Otherwise, uh, he can most often be found in a store tending to customers and projects at hand. His goal to be in the back in the black by the end of the year and eventually open another location. And in the end of this article, Marty, it says, for Rocco, the layoff gave him the courage to reach his dream, while the franchise's uh, business model and support, which he still uses often, gave him the ability to make it a reality. And he has no regrets. If there's something you really want to do, make your plan and do it, he says. Otherwise, you'll just regret it forever. So I thought this was interesting because uh, yeah. a lot of people throughout the country are in this Type of position. Exactly. Talked about it before. People, whether you're in their 40s, 50s, 60s, get laid off. What do you do? Your, you know, your options are limited. Uh, you know, franchising is not the place to turn to. And here's Absolutely, someone who. Yeah. And we've seen this happen up in Detroit too, with all the auto workers getting laid off as well. Don, you know, it's. Uh, yeah, right. as you say, so franchising is a great alternative, you know. So I think what we'll do here is uh, our guest Scott is in the studio, so we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews on World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. have a talent for communicating business advice? Are you looking to control your work-life balance? Have you earned a six-figure income in the corporate world yet dreamed of being your own boss? Would helping local business owners solve problems, seize opportunities, and plan strategically give you great satisfaction? If so, the Alternative Board could be the meaningful and rewarding professional challenge you've been searching for. The Alternative Board, also known as TAB, is the world's largest franchisor of 
peer advisory boards, and business coaching. We are currently seeking qualified entrepreneurs, business consultants, and corporate executives who have at least 10 years of senior-level business experience. As a franchise owner with the Alternative Board, you will chair monthly board meetings and provide executive coaching to CEOs, presidents, and owners of local businesses. You can share your business knowledge to help community business leaders achieve their vision of success. In addition to earning a consistent income from monthly membership dues, you also have the potential to start or expand consulting opportunities. Explore how you can apply your business experience and give back to your community with TAB. Please visit our website at www.tabboards.com. That's T-A-B-B-O-A-R-D-S.com. Or you can call 1-800-727-0126. That's 1-800-727-0126. Do what you enjoy and enjoy what you do with the Alternative Board. for you and your family as an Aaron's sales and lease ownership franchisee. Aaron's is changing the way a growing and underserved market acquires necessities like furniture, appliances, electronics, and computers. The Aaron's Franchise Opportunity offers today's entrepreneurs, you, potential for profits and growth. Aaron's Sales and Lease Ownership is a division of Aaron's Rents Incorporated, a New York Stock Exchange-listed company with more than 50 years of enviable results. Aaron's is ranked number one in its category by Entrepreneur Magazine and 58th among franchise franchise chains and worldwide sales by Franchise Times Magazine. Aaron's provides site selection assistance, comprehensive training, and traffic building marketing programs. Additionally, as a franchisee, you'll benefit from their national reputation, industry experience, operating systems, and manufacturing and distribution methods. For more information on the Aaron's Franchise Opportunity, call 1-800-551-6015. That's 1-800- 551-6015 or go to aaronsfranchise.com that's double A-R-O-N-S franchise.com Experience the rewards of franchising with the Franchise Edge. Are you considering franchising your business? Are you wondering about the risk and reward of franchising versus opening additional company-owned locations? Not every business is right for franchising. The Franchise Edge helps you evaluate the often complicated franchising process to see if it's a good fit for your business. The Franchise Edge team has experience as multi-unit company store operators as well as franchisers and franchisees. We understand what it takes to successfully franchise a business and how to get our clients where they want to be. Let us help you answer the key questions. Is my business franchisable? Should I open more company locations or franchise? How much will it cost to franchise? Is it more profitable to franchise or expand internally? What is required to franchise? What is the timeline for franchising a business? If franchising is the right direction for your company, the Franchise Edge can help you every step of the way, including reviewing your current business model, fulfilling legal requirements, operations manuals, marketing materials, marketing plan, and selling franchises. The Franchise Edge also works with individuals who are interested in buying a franchise. We represent a wide range of franchises, including pregnancy spas, restaurants, wine bars, and home service franchises. Let our experienced sales team help find the franchise that fits your interest. Don't gamble with your future. Put the Franchise Edge to work for you. Call 813-935-5087 for a free consultation. That's 813-935-5087. Or go to our website at www.thefranchiseedge.com and complete the online form. That's www.thefranchiseedge.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Franchise Interviews, Asking the Entrepreneur Who Owns One. 
I'm your host, Marty McDermott, with my co-host, Don Johnson. And if you've ever dreamed about owning your own business, then this is a show to listen to. And today's show is being brought to you by the Aaron's Sales and Lease Ownership Franchise Opportunity. And Aaron's is a New York Stock Exchange-listed company and ranked number 58 among franchise chains in worldwide sales. Aaron's is reinventing the way a growing and underserved market acquires furniture, electronics, appliances, and computers. Now's a great time to join the Aaron's franchise family. And today's guest is Scott Trope of the Ola, the Ola Wine Company. And the Ola Wine Company is where friends have a place to get together to share stories, some laughs, and some really good wine. The Ola Wine Company has over 70 wines by the glass, 11 wine flights, over 30 boutique microbrewed bottled beers and desserts. And if you can't stick around for a drink, shop from over 350 retail selections and take them a bottle. Good morning, Scott. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Scott, joining us is my co-host, Don Johnson, who is also the president of Diamond Financial Services of New Jersey. And Don Scott, he works with prospective franchisees when they're ready to finance their franchise. And I know you wanted to say hi, Don, to Scott. Hi, Scott. Thanks for joining us today. Um, Thanks, uh, I really think you're in a nice spot right now. I mean, with the wine industry and wine franchises becoming, you know, just so popular and growing. Uh, and I think it's uh, interesting where you are right now. Absolutely. Yeah, Scott, I want to thank you again for coming on the show today, you know, and congratulate you on the success of the Ola Wine Company. Um, can you tell our guests where you're calling from today? Uh, from Orlando, Florida. Okay, great. And you guys, are, I think you're right next to, was it, is it that Lake Eola, Scott? Is that where? Uh, yes, the original location is uh, is right downtown across the street from Lake Eola. That's the oh, name. That's fantastic. It's very nice down there. So you guys are in a hot spot. That's great. Yeah. Scott, what were yeah, you doing before that. joining the Eola Wine Company? Uh, I was in advertising. I was uh, a designer and then about for about 10 years uh, after college. Right. Um, had kind of worked my way up uh, through the ranks and had, had gotten a creative director and about six years ago um, decided it was time for a change. Oh, that's fantastic. And I, I suspect that that experience got probably helped you with what you're doing today as well. Absolutely. That's great. Why, why the wine industry, though? What brought you to EOLA, Scott? I had always had a, a passion for, for wine and food and didn't know exactly how I wanted to translate that into to business, but it kind of had this idea in my head um, for, for some time and, and thought it was going to come about later in life. Um, and, you know, again, got to, got to a point in my other career where I just, uh, it was time for a change and decided to, to see what we could do. That's great. Uh, okay, interesting. Um, you know, maybe talk a little bit, Scott, about the history of the organization. I know it's relatively new. Um, I don't know what your role was with helping uh, as far as franchising the concept. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that or just uh, you know, what's gone on with the company so far since it started. Well, so far, like I said, I, I got it started uh, six years ago, um, came up with the concept, uh, put everything together, um, you know, arranged financing, brought everybody in. Um, and then, uh, again, our idea from day one was to, and we had no idea whether it was going to work, but was to have multiple locations. Um, and then finally, about a year ago, we got our second location open in Winter Park, uh, Florida, which is uh, just outside of Orlando. Right. And then um, have been moving forward since. Um, and about that time is when I met uh, Paul and Scott. And at the time, quite frankly, I, I didn't think franchising was, was the way to expand. Um, and then a number of experiences and, and some, uh, some learning curve things and, and things brought to light over the last probably eight to ten months, um, we sat back down and, and started having informal conversations that ultimately led to us forming um, Eola Wine Company Franchising, Inc., and, or LLC, rather. And here we are, and we're going we're gonna to see if this works. That's great. Yeah, I'm looking at the homepage of your website. It looks very nice. There's a picture of a, um, I guess, uh, of your, uh, you know, of the store. And it, I mean, it's really upscale. Yeah, it is very upscale. And it looks, it, it, it just looks like a real nice, comfortable place for people just to to go and have fun and speak. And I'm sure there's a large selection that uh, of wines that you'll get into. Uh, but how would you describe the Elola Wine Company franchise system, Scott? Um, how I would describe it right now is in its um, infancy. We're, we're just um, getting ready to kick it off. Um, and so as far as the franchise system, you know, I've partnered with the guys from Franchise Edge. Um, they're bringing in, obviously, the expertise and experience on, on that side. And so we're, uh, we're just getting ready to kick it off and, and, and run with it. 
That's great. But maybe talk a little bit about, I mean, you had a reason that you wanted to franchise the concept. I mean, what do you feel that your niches are compared to you know, maybe competitors? I mean, what is it about EOLA that, that, that you feel is going to make the franchise successful? Is it the, you know, quite, quite frankly, of your I stores? That, I think that our, our business model is, is very strong, um, and that was one of the things that led me back to um, believing in the franchising, the, the amount of investment that it takes um, versus the possible return on ours. We have, a, we have a strong business model. Other, other models out there um, take a, a far larger capital investment mm-hmm. for the wine bar side. And then, um, you know, I heard you all talking about wine styles right. earlier, and they've done amazing things in the last few years, but it's strictly a, a retail operation. Um, right. Your potential upside is not the same as with the wine bar. Right. It sounds like too, Scott. You know, from you know researching, you know, on your website and going on the internet, that um, you know the Ola Wine Company. It's it's also an experience. You know, it's kind of like you know when 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 I use Starbucks as an example. Starbucks is not really just coffee, but <clears throat> when your customers go in to an Ola Wine Company, they're also getting an experience as well. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know what we reiterate to the staff on a, on a pretty regular basis is our, our product isn't wine. Our product is experience and atmosphere. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, absolutely. absolutely, it's it's all about uh, the entire experience and not just coming in and, and having a glass of wine. Right. It's like a martini bar. You brought up a good example, like with the specialty gourmet coffee, where that's mm-hmm. the main attraction. Uh, but a lot of it is the you know. Uh, is the atmosphere, and I guess that's what you're doing on your end, Scott, with wine. I, you know, I think it's you know, Ab- so absolutely the capitalizing on, on um, you know, the third place phenomena, as, as they call it. Right, right. Absolutely. What about the locations, Scott? I mean, it sounds like I mean the, the locations. I'm familiar. Um, I spent a lot of time down in Florida. Where, you know where you guys are located, um, and, and it seems like the locations that you're in now are great locations. Is there an ideal location that you envision um, for you know future franchisees with this concept? Uh, the, the ideal locations for us are urban centers, um, lifestyle-type centers, where right, you right. have a, a high concentration of, um, uh, you know, obviously it's a, it's a higher demographic. Um, right. And also uh, one of the other key things that we're seeing is that, uh, for instance, in our, in our original location downtown, is that there's a high concentration of um, Non-married, not you know, we're not necessarily not married yet, but don't have kids. Um, you know, that 25 to 35 or 40 year range of, of professionals, professionals um, that quite frankly spend a lot of their discretionary income on on entertainment and, and going out and enjoying themselves. It's a great target audience to go after because you know money isn't always <laughs> an issue. You know, for this particular Correct. group. You know, so it is. It's it's it, it's a great audience to go after. Absolutely. What about the um, the industry, Scott? Are there any like um, updated statistics as far as what's going on in your industry? Well, the, the wine industry as a whole, I don't have any specifics on, on the wine bar side of it, but the mm-hmm. wine industry as a whole was about a $25 billion a year industry um, that continues to see you know 8 to, to 10% growth on a yearly basis. So wow, that's it's a, nice growth. It's a growing, growing industry. What's the growth attributed to Scott? Is it is it that um, you know Don and I were talking earlier in the show? Don's Don's not a wine drinker; he's a beer drinker. You know, I, I drink both wine, you know, and beer. But um, this growth is it attributed to? I mean, there's been a lot of medical reports coming out recently, you know, on the the benefits of drinking wine. Is is, is that something that is attributed to as far as this growth in the wine industry? I think the original push is, is still attributed to that 60 Minutes um, uh, piece that was, gosh, what was that, 20, 25 years ago now, um, and, and periodically we still hear that it's, it's good for the heart. So I, I, that's certainly not hurting it. I don't know if right. you can attribute, um, the, you know, the entire growth of the industry to, to, to that. Right, absolutely. So you think it's still mainly just, you know, people love the taste, and if it has some benefits, great. I, mean, I, uh, I do a lot of reading. I still read in a lot of different areas how red wine is so beneficial and right. so forth. But the bottom line is people just love the taste. And my yeah, wine, I was going to uh, say, I think wine, the bottom line is, is just, you know, people find enjoyment out of it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Has there been anything, what's, what's been the most interesting thing that's happened to you, Scott, since starting the Ola Wine Company? Has there been, like, one thing that stands out? E- everything in the last six years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, it, it's been it's been very rewarding. Um, you know, uh, 
the, the relationships that I've seen um, built through the store, um, you know, friends that have been made and, and with customers, staff, it's, it's just been a, a very rewarding experience. Right, absolutely. You guys gotten some nice reviews too, Scott. As I was like, you know, surfing you guys on 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 the internet. You know, I seem like uh, uh, great reviews from like the New York Times, and it seems like you got a lot of uh, fantastic PR over the last several years as well. Yeah, we've we've got some very positive reviews, and and obviously, you know, it's always always very good to to hear positive things. Um, actually, recently we were we were in New York Times, and and I have to admit, uh, you know, it's always great to be in the in the local press. Yeah, I saw the New York Times one actually. Which I, I have to admit that that was that was pretty cool to see our, see our name in the New York Times. Yeah, I can only imagine. So you're letting that basically just fuel some of the, uh, you know, getting the word out in PR, or are you actually doing some other advertising uh, yet, or is that a little bit down the road a little bit to try to find future franchisees? The, the advertising itself is. Um, I'm working with a with an agency here in town um, called Night Advertising that I've just recently started working with, and, and we're working in conjunction with the franchising. So as far as um, traditional advertising, that is something that we're working on now, and we see it um, being a bigger part of what we do as as the franchising um, takes off. Okay. Great. Scott, are you able to stick around for another segment? Sure. Okay, that's fantastic. So I think what we'll do here is we'll take another quick break, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews on World Talk Radio with a Welcome to Talk. a talent for communicating business advice? Are you looking to control your work-life balance? Have you earned a six-figure income in the corporate world yet dreamed of being your own boss? Would helping local business owners solve problems, seize opportunities, and plan strategically give you great satisfaction? If so, the Alternative Board could be the meaningful and rewarding professional challenge you've been searching for. The Alternative Board, also known as TAB, is the world's largest franchiser of peer advisory boards and business coaching. We are currently seeking qualified entrepreneurs, business consultants, and corporate executives who have at least 10 years of senior level business experience. As a franchise owner with the Alternative Board, you will chair monthly board meetings and provide executive coaching to CEOs, presidents, and owners of local businesses. You can share your business knowledge to help community business leaders achieve their vision of success. In addition to earning a consistent income from monthly membership dues, you also have the potential to start or expand consulting opportunities. Explore how you can apply your business experience and give back to your community with TAB. Please visit our website at www.tabboards.com. That's T-A-B-B-O-A-R-D-S.com. Or you can call 1-800-727-0126. That's 1-800-727-0126. Do what you enjoy and enjoy what you do with the Alternative Board. Ready for a great-tasting dessert that's much better for you and your kids? Try the Miami Rice Pudding Company. Miami Rice Pudding Company offers over 35 flavors of rice pudding delivered in cups or cones with a customer's choice of toppings. This unbelievable franchise opportunity is introducing this great dessert concept to the malls, airports, art shows, and similar venues in your market. Miami Rice Pudding's goal is to help franchisees bring the healthy joy of flavored rice pudding to the world. Join our franchise system and open in your market with a low investment and operate both the fixed location and mobile units. Our system requires minimal food preparation and our pudding has a long shelf life. Mall chains are eager for us to expand to their locations because we're unique, competitive, nutritious, and a fun concept. Call us today, toll-free, at 1-866-6-EAT-RICE. That's 1-866-6-EAT-RICE. Or go to our website at MiamiRicePudding.com. That's MiamiRicePudding.com. Good day, mate. Want to explore owning your own business? Yearn for the adventure of being the first in a new concept? You'll go positively ape over a Jungle Quest franchise. Beyond bouncing balls and inflatables, it's an indoor rock climbing and challenge course for kids. 
For ages 2 to 12, the center features zip lines, Burma bridges, swings, rock walls, tree houses, and tunnels. For 12 years, Jungle Quest has served 30,000 explorers with drop-ins and birthday parties, field trips, and camps. Now available as a franchise. Go to JungleQuest.net for more information. That's JungleQuest.net. Tap into a $41 billion a year industry with Garlic Gyms. Did you know Americans eat about 100 acres of pizza every single day or about 350 slices per second? Garlic Gyms has spent years looking high and low for a higher quality pizza that is delivered quick enough so that you're still hungry when it arrives. Garlic Gyms makes the most delicious gourmet pizza and at the same time provides excellent and fast service to your door. Garlic Gyms has perfected the science of prompt pizza delivery by learning and experimenting. The exciting twist to this is great pizza. Never again will you have to choose between great pizza and great service. Are you interested in owning a Garlic Gyms? We're currently accepting applications to participate in our exciting world of gourmet pizza delivery and carryout. Talk to us and find out how we sold nearly 100 franchises in six states in our first two and a half years of operation. To get started right away, go to www.garlicgyms.com. That's www.garlicgyms.com. Or call us, 425-918-1900. That's 425-918-1900. Garlic Gyms. To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or if outside the USA and Canada, dial 001-858-268-3068. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Franchise Interviews, Asking the Entrepreneur Who Owns One. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, with my co-host, Don Johnson. And if you've ever dreamed about owning your own business, then this is a show to listen to. And today's show is being brought to you by the Aaron Sales and Lease Ownership Franchise Opportunity. And Aaron's is a New York Stock Exchange listed company and ranked number 58 among franchise chains and worldwide sales. Aaron's is reinventing the way a growing and underserved market acquires furniture, electronics, appliances, and computers. Now's a great time to join the Aaron's franchise family. And today's guest is Scott Trope of the Eola Wine Company. And the Eola Wine Company is where friends have a place to get together, share stories, some laughs, and some really good wine. And, Don, I think you're up. I think we wanted to talk to Scott about um, characteristics. Yeah, Scott, what type of person uh, characteristics will you be looking for in an Eolo, uh, EOLA franchisee? We'll be looking I mean, for people that... You must have that... uh, in mind a specific type of person. Uh, um, well, obviously, uh, you know, they're going to need to have a, a passion for, for wine. Um, doesn't need, mean that they automatically have to be uh, wine experts. Right, but they're right. definitely have to have a passion for it. Um, hardworking people, people that uh, that really want to want to create a lifestyle around um, what their work is as well. Right. I guess be a people person. You know, someone who's really outgoing. I guess you'll look for it too. Right. Ab- absolutely. How about uh, having prior business ownership? Is that going to be important? I, I don't think that. I, I, I guess um, as. Being someone who did not have prior business ownership, I, I couldn't rule rule people out that, that didn't have that. Right. right. Okay. Good. Well, you know, your answer of passion is something, uh, and Marty and I have interviewed a lot of different uh, franchisors. That's uh, you know, really a common theme. And if you have someone who has the passion and and is hardworking, I mean, you, right. you know, I think that right there is a nice, you know, uh, a nice formula for success. Right. Uh, they can so. be trained. Absolutely, Absolutely. passion and, and and people that want to work for themselves. I think uh, it's, it's for me at least, it's it's far more rewarding to put in 60, 70, 80 hours uh, a week working for yourself as opposed to putting 40 or 50 hours a week in working for someone else. I agree. Right. And uh, uh, as far as training, I know you. have Mentioned maybe someone is not a real connoisseur of wines, but it's part of, part of training. You're going to have someone have to sample all the wines their first day of training and see how they handle themselves. <laughs> don't, don't know if we'll sample all of them the first day. <laughs> That's a good job. <laughs> that would be rather daunting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, talk a little bit about training, though. I mean, you know, how's that going to be? 
What what we'll do is we will have, um, you know, prior to, to them opening, we'll have a pretty intense two-week training um, here in Orlando at one of our sites that will obviously include, um, you know, wine wine training, um, but also just all aspects of, of day-to-day running the business. Um, uh, and, 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 you know, again, I think one of the big advantages to um, being a franchise in this situation as opposed to, to doing it on your own is where over the last six years, um, you know, we've kind of had to learn everything on our own. And, right. and what they'll have is not only uh, the support from us whenever they need it, but also the, the, uh, the depth of experience that, that we've gained over the last six years um, to where they won't be an island out there on, uh, you know, on, on their own having to figure everything out for themselves. Right. right, absolutely. Yeah, you guys have created uh, a system so you can say, Scott, you know, and then this way they don't have to uh, reinvent the wheel, so you can say. Correct. You know, at your six years of experience, you've probably seen a lot of different things, you know, and probably made some mistakes along the way, you know, and you got it to this point now where new franchisees don't have to go through that. Uh, correct. They're going to, we, you know, we, we've done a lot of things correctly, but uh, absolutely we've made some mistakes, and so they'll, they'll be able to, uh, to gain from, from the mistakes that we've already made and, and not right. have to make them uh, on their own. Right, absolutely. What's, what's a typical day going to be like, Scott, as for, for like a new franchisee, from like the time uh, someone opens up in the morning till the time they go home at night? What, do you envision a typ- what's a typical day going to be like? Um, generally, earlier in the day, you, you take care of, of the business of the business. Right. Um, you know, dealing with uh, uh, our hours are pretty late. We're open till till two two o'clock in the morning um, most nights. So, beginning part of the day, you, you deal with the business uh, of, of it, and, and you know, people that have more normal hours. And then, as you get into the afternoon, um, you get into the actual you know running of the bar and, and, and the operation itself. Right. Absolutely. And I imagine that the most the, the busiest time, or there's, there's busy days and there's there's busy times. Uh, the busiest times probably being, I guess, after work. Would you say, Scott, and weekends like Friday night? I imagine picture being the busiest night. Uh, yeah, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are usually our busiest nights. Obviously. Right. Absolutely. All right. You also open during during lunchtime. Uh, when does this, uh, it usually open at, Scott? Uh, my Winter Park location is open during lunch on the weekends, and downtown we, um, we, we don't open until four during the week and okay. two on the weekends. And, and a lot of that just depends on what area you're in and, and what kind of activity um, there is going on. Uh, if, it's, if it's an area where it makes sense to be open during lunch seven days a week, then absolutely, uh, you know, you'll open around noon or so. Um, right. uh, again, downtown, because we're in, in – basically a commuter area where there isn't a lot of activity during the day, it is more of a nighttime nighttime operation. Right, absolutely. And just getting back to training a little bit, I mean, there's so many different types of wines out there. To, uh, to, uh, you know, does your wine bar basically just go with a few select type of wines? You go with more variety, and then do you want your franchisees to, you know, to really, uh, I guess you want them to learn all the different types of wines. I guess that's part of training. That's a uh, to, I guess, become a, uh, an export, uh, you know, so to speak. I mean, is that part of training to know the different wines? A- absolutely. That'll be, you know, an ongoing training. I'm, you know, I'm still learning as well. There's always more to learn. Um, we work very, very hard at getting wines that are more boutique in nature. Right. Um, so not the wines that you're going to see in, in the superstores and, and the grocery stores. Um, and, and again, we work really hard at, at balancing, you know, price and variety, um, and everything that goes along with that. And then one of the big advantages for us, as well as, as the franchisees, as we get up and running, um, obviously the more stores that we have, the, the better buying power that we'll, that we'll have, um, and that'll translate to, to obviously better margins, but also, um, you know, be able to get things on a more exclusive basis and, and bring in wines that aren't available anywhere else. Right, absolutely. Good point. Yeah, being yeah. A, such an upscale wine bar, uh, I think that's going to be an important part of the whole process. Uh, so, Absolutely. Do you have a favorite wine, Scott? I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's, again, I, I suspect that you probably get to sample a lot of these different wines, but do you have a favorite wine? It's it's kind of like asking me what my favorite song is. Um, <laughs> that's a good analogy. But if I had to, if I had to, Pick one favorite. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of Pinot Noir. Oh, okay. 
Interesting. My my wife, uh, I mentioned before, she's a big fan of white wine, Chardonnay. Is there something out there now that maybe recommendation I can give her tonight, Scott? Um, I would suggest if she wants to expand a little bit um, yeah. to try a Viognier. Hmm. Okay. That's something. He says Viognier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What advice, Scott, would you give? You know, one of the questions we ask is, you know, we have a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs listen, listening to this show. What advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Uh, again, I think we get back to the to the passion issue. Um, I, I, I'm one of those people that I honestly believe if you follow your passion and, and you work um, really hard at something, then, then good things are going to happen. I agree. Yeah, I would certainly agree with that. Uh, and I guess maybe you can talk about, I guess, the future plans. I mean, you've talked about it a little bit, Scott, but, you know, what do you foresee? You know, maybe just not in the next year or two, maybe five, ten years. I mean, it's... This is something, imagine, looking to roll out nationwide. I mean, uh, I'm sure you've looked at the big picture. I mean, what do you see for EOLA down the line, short-term and long-term? I, I think, um, you know, at it, it, it this time nationwide, I, I think, is a little bit premature um, in the more immediate in the next few years. Um, honestly, can can pick, you know, 10 or 15 cities in Florida that really think that there's there's got to be two or three really good locations for this. Um, and as far as our plans... I guess I would say that, that right now what I envision is, is controlled growth um, and making sure that we're picking the right partners and, and the right people are picking us and that we do a, a really good job of, of making sure that they're in the right location and um, doing our best to ensure that, that they succeed and we succeed and, and that we grow together. Right, and I know a franchisee can probably be very successful with one location, but you can uh, – is typical um, – you know, franchisee, their goal to start out. Are you going to require them maybe to to sign up for at least a three, you know, three stores? Actually, uh, you know, we're not going to um, totally negate um, area agreements, but our our vision is that um, that we we see people having one to two stores, um, and again, that gets back to one of the things that that has kind of gotten me to believing that the franchise system is what's going to work best is as I've opened two stores and, and learned what it takes to, to operate two successfully, um, because it's a kind of business where you need to be so intimately involved, um, I really do believe that, that one to two stores is a more ideal situation than someone trying to open multiple stores. Right. So going with the slow growth, I guess you're not going to go the way of area development. Maybe that's down the line a little bit. Correct, and, and, and again, I don't know that uh, slow is necessarily the word, but I, I think controlled growth is going to be is going to be really important. Right, absolutely. I think you should come up to New Jersey here, Scott. It's <laughs> this is the, it's all the demographics in most counties. New Jersey is this a state that you've kind of looked at yet, or you're, you're, you know, it's just too early yet to look at certain states. I, I'm not familiar with New Jersey per se. I, I know that uh, you know one of the nice things that I hear all the time is, is people coming in from from out of town and, and even, you know, large, large cities and saying, you know, hey, we don't have anything like this. We need something like this up up there. Oh, I would agree, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. think it would be successful. You give me 10% ownership of the company, I'll set you up all over New Jersey. <laughs> we'll talk after hey, the show. We, 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 we should always now. talk. Absolutely. Scott, what's the best way to get in touch with you if someone's interested in more information on the Ola Wine Company? Uh, the best way right now is to go on the website. Okay which is uh, eolawinecompany.com. Okay, great. That's fantastic. And, Scott, I want to thank you. You've been a fantastic guest. We're going to have to have you guys back on the show as you uh, uh, continue to grow this franchise, you know. And, uh, again, I can see you guys being really huge, as Don was saying, in his area. I, th- I think you guys would explode up there. So uh, we're going to keep our eye open for you guys. Well, I appreciate it. I enjoyed it, and uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks, Scott. Scott. We'll Good talk luck. to you in the future. Take care. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. That was interesting, huh, Don? Yeah. Fantastic concept. I mean, it's just the industry, you know, the wine being a 25 was a billion-dollar industry and the right. growth is, you know, 8 to 10% growth, you know. So, I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's fantastic. Yeah, I like how he's, his approach, the upscale wine bar approach. I don't I don't know. I mean, I, uh, again, I'm not a wine drinker, but, right. but, but I, uh, you know, I get around. I see a lot of places. I don't think I see anything type of place like this. No, I mean, again, you have that, that, that elements uh, in Seabright area, you right. know, which I think is, 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 is doing very well. But uh, I could see something like this 
you know, in, in, in your particular area, Don, you know, on a... Yeah, I was very serious about New Jersey, even along Eastern PA where you are. I it mean, would explode, absolutely, you know, I mean, yeah. it would be huge, so... Uh, you know, I don't think he took my 10% off from the company. <laughs> there you go. Well, we'll I threw that talk. in there just to see what would happen, we'll and uh, we'll have to talk quickly change the, the subject. But, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, again, I want to thank you, Don, another great show, and uh, we have another great show next week. We have uh, The Alternative for next week, so that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, for our listeners, go to franchiseinterviews.com, and... And uh, we'll see everyone next week. Okay, great, Marty. Have a good day. Thanks, Thanks John. Have a great day. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. source for informative talk on the World Wide Web.